TV news anchors Megan Gilland and Patrice Sanders have faced major challenges in their careers as journalists. They get to work hours before the sun rises, spend their workday in front of thousands of viewers, and ask tough questions to some of the most powerful people in the community. But nothing has prepared them for their next assignment. Their little girls are going to kindergarten. In their new role, they must balance challenging careers with family duties and the new insecurities all moms face. This is TV News Moms Unfiltered. So the big news over the past several weeks has been what is going to happen when kids go back to school? What will that look like? Uh, what are parents going to do? Because it is widely assumed, and as we've seen in Prince George's County and Montgomery County, they're going virtual, all virtual, through the end of January. So it stands to reason that probably some counties in our area will do some version of that as well. And parents are just wringing their hands what to do. I have so many things to say on this, um, but we needed some help. Uh, we brought our expert back here with us to, to, to help guide us through. Alyssa with the Maryland Homeschooling uh, Association. And we brought you back in because um, as we talked about last week with you, this is different than homeschooling. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But you all have some best practices that at least can help parents be more effective in the short term. And, and it's not going to feel like short term if you're doing it no. for the whole no. first semester. <laughs> but just some best practices that we can, you know, put into place for, for our mm -hmm. homes. Right. Well, first of all, thanks for having me back. It's it's great to uh, to talk to you about homeschooling. And you're right. Um, there's going to be lots of changes coming up. I mean, parents last uh, last spring were like, you know, thrown into schooling at home and, and this whole crisis school situation that we had. Um, and yeah, lots of lessons learned. Hopefully we know that this coming year, um, some parents are actually going to be opting out, um, even though the schools are going to continue offering um, you know, school at home options. We know that some families are actually filing to do legal homeschooling, but we do have some best practices that we can offer that, you know, whether you're short-term homeschooling or gonna continue working with the schools to do um, implementing the, the distance learning at home. Um, you know, some just different ideas that will just kind of help, you know, get families through this in, in the best possible way. So that way they come out as um, as socially, emotionally grounded and, and as sane <laughs> as possible. That would be great. Um, and, as, and as also with kids actually learning, because, you, you know, know there's, there's two things go hand in hand. This is a little different. I think some parents thinking, mm -hmm. oh, we've been through this, but it, it isn't quite mm -hmm. like what we had in, in the spring and leading into summer, where mm -hmm. I think when that happened, uh, the state kind of shut down. So many moms and yeah. dads were working from home, and although that mm -hmm. was not ideal, they were home. In this situation, mm -hmm. heading into the fall, it looks as though many parents are still going to be at work, that we're in phase two mm -hmm. here in Maryland, so jobs are continuing. So yeah. I, I know in my family, our concern is we're still going to be homeschooling, but we're not going to be doing mm -hmm. it. We're going to be having our child care helper doing yeah. this the days that, that she's going to the nannies or to daycare. Right. So how do we make sure that the schoolwork's being mm -hmm. done now at a daycare facility? Yeah, that's a good question. And actually, you know, last week, um, about last week or two, um, Maryland State Department of Education kind of updated some frequently asked questions about homeschooling. And they actually addressed the idea of, um, you know, hiring somebody to come in and do the instruction for you. Wow. Um, you know, I think on Good Morning America this past week, they had something about micro schools. Yep. So it's a topic that a lot of people are talking about. Um, and this is something where MSDE can absolutely come in and, and weigh in and, and give 
their official, you know, take on it. But Maryland actually defines what a school is. Um, and this is something that we are, you know, cautioning parents. You know, we're not lawyers. We don't give legal advice. Um, but, you know, just to make sure that they're aware if they are choosing to officially homeschool, but they're thinking that they're going to hire somebody or they're going to create like this little pod of families to learn and they're going to hire a teacher, you know, whether a retired teacher or a teacher who has decided that they're not going to go back to come in and teach these children from multiple families. Right. Um, technically, that's actually a school and that has to be registered with the state of Maryland. Wow. Um, and that's so actually... I mean, good question. Good Megan question. has thrown up her hands. Yeah, like so I, many I, feel, I feel concerned of, you know, if, you can't ask the, the daycare provider to be doing mm -hmm. this, you know, because they've got other kids there. So I think that mm -hmm. a lot of parents are going to be coming home from work and starting yeah. a school day then for, for some folks who are working full time in an yeah. office. Yeah, and it's hard. You know, what we know with homeschooling is that, you know, when you choose to actually legally cho uh, educate your children at home, schooling does not take eight hours. You know, there, there's so much time that's spent in public that's schools true. where children are, it's classroom management issues. You know, we're, we're spending time with kids, teaching them how to line up, you know, to wait patiently, you know, to uh, to take time out to go to the bathroom as big groups. Which are important um, so when things. You Oh, they're all important things. Absolutely, not 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 knocking it. Um, but you know, when you take those times out, you know, as far as what actual instruction time is, kids are not actually being instructed for eight full hours, you know, or even six full hours. And so, when you have the benefit of one-on-one -on -one instruction at home, um, you know, kids are learning the same amount of content and far less time, which is a wonderful thing on one hand. But for parents who are teaching, uh, or excuse me, who are working from home, it creates a whole different kind of dynamic and scheduling set of issues because, you know, they still have to put in their eight hours of um, of working and now they have to figure out not just how they're going to do the instruction because you can, you can be, um, you can be creative. You can teach in the evenings. You can teach on the weekends. You can accomplish all those instructional goals um, in far less time outside of what we normally think of, you know, eight to three. Um, but you're still going to have to worry about what is your child going to do? They can't be expected when they're little, like five, six, seven, eight, to entertain themselves for four hour blocks of time. Oh, really? That's just development, so, developmentally Alyssa, not good. Let me ask you this. You, uh -huh. you sent us some tips and you said that one of yeah. them is to recognize that not all of your learning comes from textbooks, that you can yes. incorporate things throughout the house. Mm -hmm. um, so, but how do you incorporate that into what the teachers will have specific yes. things that they're going to send home that they expect the, mm -hmm. the kids to accomplish? But I guess for us, we will have first graders, so I don't know yeah. if it's the math thing. Do we just, you know, do that as we're counting mm -hmm. money or groceries in the house and help them understand yeah. how that relates to their homework, I guess, but still do the homework. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So if, if you're going to be doing distance learning through the schools, I'm hoping that there were, you know, the schools have definitely had lessons learned from what was working, what didn't work, and they'll be able to put together different kinds of learning experiences for kids that'll be more engaging um, and have a, a better impact for outcomes. Um, and, and again, not mocking teachers, they did the best they could, you know, in the springtime with, with little to no training. Um, you know, so yes, you can definitely, you know, lots of games. You can play, you know, you can actually set the kids 
kids up if they're old enough to play games on their own that will give them the chance to uh, practice different skills. You know, hey, Monopoly, you know, you, you get to work with money a lot doing that. Um, I'm not a fan of just sticking a kid on a computer to work nonstop, but you know, you can do it in moderation. There's all kinds of different types of apps um, and online games. Uh, Maryland Public T uh, Television actually has some really great modules. Um, it's all free, it's there, and it's not just math, it's social studies and different kinds of reading things. Um, you know, but yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of using games with little ones, you know, yeah. the, the younger ones. And also you can do it with the older ones too. Um, you know, you can build critical thinking skills, you know, um, start learning how to play chess together. You know, those are, those are great things. If your kid's not ready for chess, you know, there's other games that practice, you know, critical thinking skills and also just the conversations, you know, it's hard when you're working, uh, you know, definitely you can't necessarily have a good, meaningful conversation. Um, but if your kid is not engaged with a learning packet that might be, you know, learning about I don't know, you know, uh, the American Revolution or whatever it might right. be, um, put it away and just have a conversation. You know, you know along, it's okay. Along those lines, a tip that you yeah. sent us that it actually made me feel really good and maybe you could help some of those listening and watching right now yeah. is that not every day has to be a homeschool day. That if you oh, do, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of work one day, maybe the next day isn't this mm -hmm. structured, as you mentioned, kind of eight hour day. Yeah. Yeah, and and the the big thing about you know learning how to take days off, um, we we just always call them mental health days. Um, mm -hmm. What's really we important is those. that <laughs> yes, and you know too. the the important thing is. Um, it's looking about the long-term relationship that you're building with your child. If you're yelling at your child or you're nagging them to the point that it's just, you know, creating, um, you know, problems in the relationship and, and they start pulling away, that to me right there is, is a sign, you know what, take that mental health day. Actually, if you need to take a week off, take the week off, frankly, because, you know, we have to get through this pandemic, not just being healthy to the best we can, you know, wearing our masks and doing our social distancing, but we also have to come out of it, you know, socially and emotionally in a mental health good place. And so if you're yelling at your kids or arguing constantly about, you need to do this work, which yes, they do have to do, but if it's going to the point where there's just an absolute work refusal, um, that's that's where we recommend step back. You know, maybe you might have to hire an outside learning coach who will check in with your child maybe for 15 minutes once a day. And that would be in addition to what the schools are offering um, or maybe just once a week for an hour, whatever works for the family. So that way it takes the responsibility, well, some of the responsibility, because parents will always have to be responsible. But, you know, it takes some of the, the uh, you know, that, that knocking heads that can sometimes happen. Um, and definitely, you know, we also know that stay at home, mental health issues, some families struggle with that, you know, in terms of whether it's depression or bipolar or what have you, um, addictions continue to exist, you know, with stay at home. And so, um, Sometimes these issues become exacerbated, you know, when families are trying to do distance learning or homeschooling at home um, because there's no opportunity to to leave or to take a break. Um, so yeah, absolutely, you know, there's there's putting putting the the you know the mental health issues of your child and your family at the forefront. It's just as important because if your child is stressed out or um, you know they're just feeling beaten down, you know, metaphorically. Um, 
you know, they're not going to be able to learn, you know, or they might be able to kind of put the seat time in, but they're not really going to retain it as well. We, so, we yeah, went we're, through that during the, dur during the spring. Yeah. I remember there was a week yeah. where I could not get Naomi engaged. She just mm -hmm. would have no interest. And so we, yeah. we ended up not doing any work that whole week. And so then the next week mm -hmm. we had, we did two assignments each day yeah. to, to make up for what we missed. But mm -hmm. That she hit a wall. She just didn't. She was yeah. not interested, yeah. and she and so I backed off, and then we caught up. Yeah. Sounds like a great plan with what you did. Exactly. And think about it. You know, when we're super exhausted, or we're feeling like one of those days of like. Oh, you know, sometimes what you need is just kind of like put it all away, get a really good night's sleep, and you're able to come back and, and you're feeling recharged. And kids have those same kind of needs. We but don't see, parents often think don't about. do that always. We always say, okay, I got to push through. I got to push through. Yeah, so but then we try yeah. to push our kids through. So yeah. yeah, it doesn't work that way. We all need yeah. to just step back. Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay because you know what? Some kids are going to fall behind with you know with schooling at home. We just know that. It's unfortunate. We we don't want to just like you know, slough it away and say, oh, no big deal. No, not at all. But, you know, we can mitigate, we can minimize how much they fall back by also focusing on um, their social emotional needs. And it might seem counterintuitive to some people, like how can we keep moving them forward, making sure that they learn by taking time off. But we know, you know, kids are grieving, you know, if there is an extended family member, um, who has COVID or, you know, again, we know that families are dealing with other terminal illnesses right now, um, you know, during this pandemic and, and healthcare is not necessarily coming in the same way, you know, so kids are grieving these anticipated losses, you know, so we have to be able to be kind um, and compassionate in our expectations of what we expect them to be able to do during this time with learning. So definitely, if you got to factor in and say, you know, hey, every Friday, it's going to be our day off. It's just going to be our game day. That sounds good. That's okay. Yeah. Or maybe every Wednesday, right. you know, break it up in the middle of the week, whatever works for your family, knowing that eventually you're going to get it all done, right. you know, to the yeah. best of your ability. That's and that's reassuring. what we're hoping for. And that's reassuring yeah. to parents too. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I mean, I think that's helpful for yeah. parents just to, to reiterate that as we head into this for round two. Absolutely. Oh my goodness, yes. round two coming up. Yeah. All right, well, Alessa Keener, with the Maryland Homeschooling Association. Tell people how they can find you if they are interested in saying, you know what, I'm, I'm yeah. going to take my kids out all together and yeah. do homeschooling. Where do they find yeah. more information from you guys? They can totally find us online. Our website is mdhsa.com. So Maryland Homeschool Association, mdhsa.com. We are online. It's um, just a website full of information. We have a landing page that you can get to um, that is all for the short-term homeschoolers, um, you know, because we recognize that the decisions that our short-term homeschool families are going to make are going to be different than the um, decisions that people who were thinking about, you know, this is just going to be our lifestyle for the whole long term. Um, they have different different ideas and, and different approaches, and that's okay, um, because we're really just trying to support everybody in making the best choices that they need to make um, and want to make for their kids and their families to stay safe and to keep learning. All you thank can you do. So much. Yep. Thank All right, you. Oh, you're welcome. We appreciate you. Oh. oh, thank you so much.